when I say that we underestimate the power of the arts and the power of live music, bringing folks together, music is universal. So to have individuals who normally would not gather together take this opportunity to enjoy the music and the quality of music that we bring in. I mean, it's top quality. Um, It's a rarity. It's a rarity. And for that to happen for free, I'm still in awe. Honestly, man, I'm still in awe when I look at what this is going to do for our community and how this is going to build bridges, how it will dispel the myth that we cannot connect this gives an opportunity to create to have this creative platform to see the best of our city and that's really our community members coming together welcome back everyone to the camp house podcast today's guest is good friend of the podcast shane morrow shane is the executive director of jazzanuga and today we're going to be previewing the Levitt Ant Music Series that will be taking place on the Bessie Smith Lawn on Thursday nights this fall, beginning on August 24th. And as you will hear in this episode, I'm so excited for the diversity that this lineup offers. From world music singer-songwriters to trap house jazz to Grammy award-winning hip-hop and just about everything in between. So stay tuned as Shane shares the vision for the series and we discuss each and every one of these artists you'll get to see live this fall. This is the Camp House Podcast, and I am your host, Matt Busby. Well, Shane, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, thank you for even having me come back. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So uh, Shane Morrow is our guest today, one of of our repeat people on the podcast here. And today we are going to be talking about the Levin Amp Music Series. It's going to be coming to the Bessie Smith Lawn. You know, but before we start talking about that, uh, what's really exciting for the podcast, uh, for me anyways, is this is our very first episode that we're recording in the brand new studio at the Public Library. Amazing. So yeah, huge shout out to our producer who I get to see in the other room through the glass, Meredith Levine, um, who is uh, working the board for us, which is good because I was telling her the board I was working on was like a Toyota Corolla compared to, <laughs> I mean, that's like a Ferrari over there in the other room. So... So it's great. It's a Tesla. It's a Tesla. There we go. Yeah, so uh, Shane's back on the podcast today. We're going to be talking about the Levitt Amp Music Series, which is it, – it might be a music series a lot of people haven't even heard about yet, but it's going to be a free music series on the Bessie Smith lawn this coming fall, and it's it's actually only a couple weeks away, right? Yeah, believe it or not, just a couple weeks away, August 24th. August 24th. And this will be on Thursday nights, um, so not not necessarily a weekend, uh, mm-hmm. but it's it's going to be in the middle of the week. Is, is there a reason you guys pick Thursdays? You know, I picked Thursday because I said, what a great way to start your weekend. There you um, go. To get ready for the weekend, a Thursday where uh, it's absolutely free. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really conflict with anything else going on, hopefully, in the city. Uh, it gives you an opportunity to see performing arts at its best. Yeah. It's, an, it's a very eclectic mix that we have um, and events that we have going on during this course of the 10-week series. Well, perfect. Well, before we actually get into the lineup, which I'm really excited about, I want to ask, I want to talk about the Levitt Amp series itself because this yeah. was actually a competition uh, for this $25,000 grant that Chattanooga won. Yeah. Um, and so I want to talk through kind of how that process happened. So the Levitt Foundation was looking for com- communities that kind of exemplified these three goals or who would use their grant to, to exemplify these goals. Mm-hmm. And those were amplify community pride and the city's unique character, 
enrich lives through the power of free live music, mm-hmm. and then illustrate the importance of vibrant public spaces. And so, you know, I kind of like for you to go through and talk us through each one of those okay. and kind of how um, our, your application, the city's application for this grant kind of check those boxes. So let's start with that first one. Mm-hmm. Um, how, do, how, does this, how is this going to amplify community pride and our city's unique character? Well, first and foremost, you know, uh, when we began to look at the process of even applying, we realized that we needed a very collaborative team. Right. So this wasn't just Jazzanuga. No, no, no. You know, I have to say that through this team and this partnership with the Betsy, along with the city of Chattanooga, Chattanooga Visitors Bureau, and also with Urban League, we were able to come together to take a look how we can collectively look out here within the city, make a positive difference through this series, um, and take a look at where we were going to use an informal spot for the series, because one of the major things with uh, the Levin Foundation is to make sure that they, we are revitalizing public spaces through creative placemaking, and there's an opportunity for everyone in our community to experience the live music. So we took a look throughout the city, and we just thought that the Betsy in front of the lawn would be the best fit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's really exciting. And it's really exciting to see how the lawn has been used over the past year uh, between, sure. you know, Nightfall doing a lot of activities down there. And, and now public art has um, some temporary uh, sculptures in the lawn that people can go check out Fantastic. whenever they want. And then this series, I think, is just going to highlight that lawn and how much of a great place that is in our downtown. To me, it reflects really the best of our community. It's a way for social interaction to happen with all people in the community. And it gives an opportunity for folks that normally don't come downtown to get down there and see what's going on, especially now inside the ML King district. And there's a lot happening there. I mean, you and I talk about this all the time. You know, we first moved to the boulevard two and a half years ago. There's probably (laughs) half as many businesses as there are now. And like, you know, this morning I just went and had breakfast at Tucson's and uh, there's just so much going on. I'm, I'm just overwhelmed by all the positive activity that's happening. And it's great to be able to share that with the rest of the city uh, for community members that are not familiar with it through inviting them through the series. It could be a great way for them to connect and find out all the things happening on ML King Boulevard. Well, okay, so you, you highlight the importance of um, you know public spaces and vibrant public places uh, for this uh, Levitt Foundation. You know, one of the other things they talk about in this is um, they want to enrich lives through the power of free live music. So talk about that for me. How, how, does, how does free live music enrich, enrich our lives? How does it? <laughs> you know, you know, when you, you, I was serving up softballs, Shane. You know, you know I, I, caught, I caught that curve. No, folks, you know, when I, when I say that we underestimate the power of the arts and the power of live music, bringing folks together, music is universal. So to have individuals who normally would not gather together Take this opportunity to enjoy the music and the quality of music that we bring in. I mean, it's top quality. Yeah, um, it's a rarity. It's a rarity, and for that to happen for free, I, I, I'm still in awe. Honestly, man, I'm still in awe when I look at what this is going to do for our community and how this is going to build bridges. How it will dispel the myth that we cannot connect this gives an opportunity to create to have this creative platform to see 
the best of our city, and that's really our community members coming yeah. together. Yeah, and I think this goes back into that creative placemaking at the same time in the arts. I mean, I just had Teal Thabad of Glasshouse Collective on last week, yes. and, and this is what we talked about. She's like, listen, creative placemaking, you know, it's, it's not necessarily bringing jobs. It's not necessarily mm. fixing all of our social problems, but it's a way to get people out on the street. It's a way to make them meet their neighbors, and when you can do those two things, use art as the engine to do those two things, you're going to create safer, healthier, and better communities. And, sure, uh, and I think sure. I think what this series is going to do is going to do that on more of a, a citywide level uh, rather than just one neighborhood or one district. You're bringing a ton of different people together. I'm hoping so. You know, and we even tied ourselves into committing that we want to make sure that everyone has the opportunity from the neighborhoods to come. So we have teamed up with Carta to give out free bus passes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, so and they will be distributed through the Youth and Family Development Centers throughout the city. So there's no excuse yeah. for folks not to come downtown on Thursdays. Well, and then the final one of those goals, we, we, we went in reverse order. I, I know, I'm sorry. That's, that's okay. I just got excited. Um, how, how is this going <laughs> to amplify community pride and, and show the city's unique character? Uh, and you've kind of already started to touch on those, but just take that a little bit further. One thing about this city that I think is so unique is our cultural heritage with this particular series which I think is a little different than any other series that we've done in this city is a huge reflection especially about the big nine as we know that uh, ML King Boulevard which formerly known as 9th Street we call it the big nine at one time was the entertainment mecca not just for the city but for this region for us to move forward you gotta know your past the uniqueness about this city that we've had all of this cultural offerings way before a lot of folks did. And so I think we're, we're reclaiming, we're totally reclaiming our heritage, our pride, and I think that this series is a reflection of that. Yeah, and if, and if that's news to you, if, if what Shane just said is something you never heard before about how incredibly deep and rich Chattanooga's musical heritage is, uh, especially 9th Street, especially MLK Boulevard, uh, I encourage you to go back in our archives and listen to the episode I did with Shane on Jazzanooga. We really get into that history a lot. And also, we did a, a live episode at the Camp yes. House where we talked about the Big Nine. Uh, we talked about MLK Boulevard, and we really get into it there, too, of, of the center that this section of our city was, not just for the African-American community in Chattanooga, but really oh, the entire South. We talked about Lincoln Park, uh, as well as as well as MLK Night Street. You know, Matt, let me add to that. Um, it, it, I still am shocked how we here in the city don't know about this history. You know that we had these icons from back in the day of James Brown, Nat King Cole, Lena Horn, all up and down on Ninth Street, aka MLK King Boulevard. Just imagine, just imagine. Um, what it was like back in the day here. And when you listen to some of, I call them living, walking historians who were here to experience that back in the day, they would tell you that there were lines of people um, just gathered up on 9th Street um, to go to different venues to hear great entertainment. And it was not just for African-Americans, it for anyone that wanted to hear great music. And with this series, again, 
going back to the question, we are reclaiming this history and we're celebrating it now, hopefully, that it goes out to all the rest of the communities and folks outside of Chattanooga as well. Yeah, oh, we're definitely going to get people coming from outside Chattanooga to some of these concerts. Oh, yes, um, and we're going to get into that in just a minute when we talk about the lineup. All right, you know, so uh, the last part of this I want to I want to ask you about, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, they accepted the they took the top top twenty five applicants, yeah. and we made it into that that first round, and then they opened it up to the public to vote, yes. and yes. only the top fifteen won. And uh, obviously we won, but I think what's really important in Chattanooga is mm-hmm. did we actually win win when it comes to voting in the popular vote? Heck yeah! <laughs> um, heck yeah! And I think that um, if it wasn't really, if it wasn't for the votes, we would not have been recognized uh, for the work. Don't get me wrong, we had a great application. We wrote a great proposal. But if it wasn't for the community really chiming in on making sure that they voted, we've never been in the top 15. And just imagine, folks, over 200 and something odd cities right. applied for this. This was a nationwide proposal. Yeah. For them to even put us in the top 25, first year going out, first year doing this, we said, you know what? We're glad we hit the top 25. Right. Personally, I did not think we were going to be for the top 15. Yeah. Um, but I, I have to say thank you, Chattanooga, because it was be- because the amount of votes that we received and also taking a look at where we were hosting it and pushing toward making our ML King district a cultural destination again. But on a national level, I... I have to apologize, folks, because I, I did not think that we, I didn't think we were going to get it. But um, but I was so I was so blessed, right, Matt. I was really really blessed that um, we get this opportunity not to show just our community what we can do, but to show the outside communities, outside of Chattanooga, what they can do as well about uniting the communities together through music. Well, yeah, I mean, again, you went back and you answered that question again. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's great. It's perfect. Uh, it just shows how passionate you are about this and, and really the vision you have for the way that arts can impact a city. And then, you know, something I really appreciate about your presence in the city is you constantly remind me of that and, uh, and hopefully my listeners as well. Well, okay, so now let's move into talking about the lineup. And I'm I'm telling you, this lineup is so exciting. I mean, I've compared it. I I went down the list of the other 14 cities. Yeah, tell me me what you really think, It it does not compare (laughs) to those other cities. This lineup is killer. Uh, But I do kind of want to hear your thought process in booking the sort of genres that you Mm -hmm. booked. And, uh, and you you know, you can talk about that now or we can talk about it as we go along. Um, It's up to you. I I knew right from the beginning that, again, we – we're so fortunate to have a city that has a, a slew of music series, festivals, just like a jazz and festival. Yeah. But I wanted to make sure if we got the opportunity to do this, that it was going to be very unique, but something different, yeah. something different, because we wanted to make sure that it doesn't stand out just for the musical aspect of it, but it'll stand out for the cultural aspect of it as well. Um, so... I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited about the lineup. Also, too, what I failed to mention, that we will also have local vendors that will be there throughout the 10 weeks. So we have booths for local vendors, and right now I'm up to about 25 vendors that are coming in. That's great. Uh, we're using our local breweries. Yeah. They're on the street on ML King uh, to get people a taste and a little flavor of what's going on on ML King Boulevard. But back to the lineup. 
Um, I could not do this without my team over at Jazzanooga. And a big shout out to Carmen Davis, who really helped me pick out some of the best of the best for the series. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the best of the best. All right. So this is kicking off Thursday, August 24th uh, on the Bessie Smith lawn at 7 p.m. And your very first artist is Grammy Award winner Cool Mo D. Cool Mo D. Now, let me tell you that the actual series starts itself at 530. Okay, okay. At so five, Cool will yeah. go on at 7. Yeah, Cool will go on at 7. But we still want you guys to come out when you get off of work, y'all. Come on down to the Bessie lawn because we have opening acts, which are all local. But our national act is Kumo D. Um, for folks that don't know who Kumo D is, go on YouTube and pull up Wild Wild West. Um, Wild Wild West, he's one of, the, he's one of hip-hop's earliest stars. He's one of the first hip-hop artists to perform on the Grammys. And then who's the opener for that? The opener for that is Trez Falls. Okay. Um, brilliant guy, brilliant guy. Uh Definitely into electronic music. Um, if you have not seen him, he's a member of Soundcore. Um, he's just an amazing young man, and he is going to give a performance of a lifetime. Performance of a lifetime. After our kickoff for the Levitt Music Series, Kumo D has decided that he's going to stay around a little bit longer and come over to the camp house. hey <laughs> And we're doing an old-school party once he gets over there, starting at 9 o'clock. And there's an opportunity for people to personally meet and greet Kumo D. He'll be saying a couple words. And this is on behalf of the Sankofa Civic Engagement Fund. Look it up, folks. Yeah, let's Sank- say, tell us about that real quick. Sankofa, Sankofa Fund is a group of 20-odd individuals that pull their dollars together. It is a giving circle. Um, all of us are African-American, and the dollars that we raise through our donations go directly into the community and directly trying to impact and making a positive difference. All right, so this series is kicking off with Kumo D, and there'll be a big event afterwards at the Camp House for those who are interested in maybe meeting this hip-hop legend. And then the very next week, uh, Thursday, August 31st, you have uh, a younger artist named Masego. Am I saying that right? Masego, yeah. Masego. And if you ever heard the term of trap house jazz... It is a mixture of house music and jazz. He is a saxophonist. He's a keyboardist. He is a one-man band. But he's bringing his full band. I just found out that his full band is coming. Nice. Um, He's getting ready to kick off his tour for his upcoming album. And one of his stops is here in Chattanooga for the Lever Music Series. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I have a feeling if you've heard of Trap House Jazz, you have probably heard of this artist, Maseko. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be a new one for most people. But that that is what is highlighting the sort of diversity that you were talking about with this music series. Um, that The fact that we have something so unique like Trap House Jazz coming to be part of this. Uh, tell us about the local opener for that night. The local opener for that night actually is from Hip Hop Cha, the actual artist that won, which is KB Brown. And opening that night for Masego is DJ Beats and Zoe Boyd. All right, so after that, we have on Thursday, September 7th, Avery Sunshine. Man, I, I for folks that uh, know me personally know that I am an Avery Sunshine. Uh, Truther. Oh, gosh. Yeah, fanatic. Uh, um, we brought Avery Sunshine here for the Jazz Fest 
uh, a couple of years ago. And ever since that, I've been in love with this young lady. So any opportunity that I can that I can bring her to Chattanooga, we do. Um, folks, this is Grammy nominated. Uh, she is the essence of R&B and soul. Um, and she will be here on September 7th, free. Nice. And the, the local opener that night is Jaleel Muhammad and Friends? Jaleel, yes. Jaleel Muhammad um, will be bringing some of his classmates in from Lee University. For folks that um, remember the name, um, Jaleel Muhammad was one of my students um, with my Jazzanuga Youth All-Star group from the Jazzanuga Youth Music Academy. And he was selected by Usher to perform live with Usher um, when he was here last year. Awesome. So just to recap so far, we've got a hip-hop artist, Trap House Jazz, R&B, and now for our fourth concert and our fourth genre, uh, <laughs> on Thursday, September 14th, we have Terrence Simeon and the Zydeco Experience. For folks who love New Orleans music, this is it. This is the ultimate two-time Grammy winner coming to Chattanooga, a band of 10. It is going to be simply amazing, amazing. Opening up. That night will be Kelly Jolly and the Will Boy Project. Kelly and Will live up in Knoxville. They've been here several times. They are both educators of music. We call her the Lady of Jazz and the Lady of Soul, and that's going to be a great night. All right, so moving on. Thursday, September 21st, you have Julie Dexter. World music. World music. Think about world music with it, infused with a little bit of jazz, a little bit of soul. Julie Dexter is from Britain. She is an amazing songwriter. She actually had a song that Obama was playing for many a days, and that's how she became so popular. Um, we're glad to have her here. And she was here actually for our very opening of the Jazzanooga Art Space. Right, I remember that, yeah. yeah. I, thought, I thought you had brought her in before. Mm-hmm, for sure. Opening up for the, for her is the cast of The Wiz. For folks that don't know, Chattanooga Theater Center is doing, as their season opener, The Wiz. And ironically enough, they asked me to be the guest director. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so folks, then you get an opportunity to get a little bit of a taste of what's happening over at the Chattanooga Theater Center with the cast of The Wiz. When are you guys going to open that up? It'll be September 15th, ending okay. October 1st. Nice. All right, and then after that, uh, Thursday, September 28th, this one is all locals. Uh, you have Nick Let's Go headlining uh, this night of, of the event. Now, what can we say? What can we not say about Nick? Nick is everything. Nick is everything. He is from rock. He is a little bit of blues. He is the full package. He literally is the full package. Yeah, he's a ton of funk in there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And opening up for him is Midnight Promise. Midnight Promise is a brand new group that I've heard about. It's a three-piece band, and it has that pop rock feel, and I'm really excited to have them on board. Thursday, October 5th. Uh, I'm, I'm laughing at this one because the, ahead, the name of this ahead. artist. Go uh, ahead. It's called uh, All Cows Eat Grass. And contrary to belief, this is not bluegrass, right? It is not bluegrass. And I'm here to tell you tell you a funny story behind this group and the reason why I wanted them to come. They're tied in with uh, Janelle Monet, And I heard about this group, and I said, you know what? I heard they were performing in Atlanta. I said, I'm going to go down. Because first of all, I have to see who they are. The first picture that I saw of them was a, was a cow. <laughs> was just this cow. And I was like, well, what kind of group is this? If you are into the that type of psychedelic funk, electronic music, 
they are a little bit of George Clinton and Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay. <laughs> so just imagine. Uh, but they will be here. I, I'm pretty excited about that. And opening up for them is a young man who I think is going to be huge very soon. Huge. So chill. Did I say that right, Matt? Yeah. So chill. You know, because I know him, Matt, at the bill. Yep, uh, <laughs> he is a student, um, a student of music over at Covenant College. Um, he's a program director for East Lake Expressions. This young man continues to amaze me with his gifts, and I think that everybody will be pleasantly surprised of his mix of poetry and hip hop. Yeah, and we're with you. You know, we, we really believe in SoChill as well. We actually have his uh, his first headlining show at the Camp House is going to be September 8th, uh, so about a month before he performs at uh, the Levitt Series. So if you guys want to see SoChill, come out to the Camp House September 8th. For sure, for sure. Or come out to the Levitt Series on October 5th. Well, they'll get an opportunity to see him both times. There we go. <laughs> All right, keep going. Uh, Thursday, October 12th. Like we said, this goes well into the fall, uh, all the way into October. And uh, I know there's a lot of people in the city that are excited about this band, and that is the Nth Power. I was excited about it. First of all, I was excited that they accepted the invitation, Matt. I'm totally honest with you. Um, For folks that don't know this band, the first person I will say to you is Beyonce. The second person I will say to you is that the drummer. <laughs> Beyonce's drummer is her band. It is, uh, they, when it comes to funk, when it comes to soul, high energy, they are it, where New Orleans feel. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, people I really respect in this town when it comes to music say that, um, I mean, they'll drive, you know, anywhere, Birmingham, Atlanta, Nashville to see these guys because they are so tight musically. Like the, the amount of talent within this band is unreal. Okay, and then opening up for them that night, you have Sound Advice Band featuring Nishan Calloway. You know, there's nothing like showcasing the best of the best that we have here in Chattanooga. And this band is one of the best that I've heard locally. Um, Sound Advice, again, that, that whole mix of funk, soul, rock. And with leading that, leading that whole energy is Nishan Calloway, who has the voice of an angel. Um, so that's going to be really good. All right, and then two more to go. Thursday, October 19th, you have Irene Diaz. Irene Diaz is one of those singers that emotionally you feel every word coming out of her mouth. She's been featured through numerous festivals throughout the It Wasn't she city. in South by Southwest? She, was featured <laughs> she there. sure enough was. She sure enough was. Um, we had an opportunity to bring her here. Um, she was also on NPR Little Desk concert. Oh, perfect. Nice. So she is really good bringing it. And then you have opening, you have Eastlake Expression Engine that night. Yeah, Eastlake. Uh, Tell people Expression about Eastlake. They might not know about Expression Engine. Eastlake Expression Engine uh, was created a couple of years ago to really focus on music education for the underserved population directly in Eastlake area. Nabil, who we mentioned earlier, is the program director, and he has been able to elevate that program for when they had maybe – 10 to 15 kids. Last time I counted, they had close to 40 or 50 individuals. That's fantastic. So they give a great, great show, and we're just excited to have them on board as well. Okay, so, you know, talking about Tiny Desk Concert with Irene Diaz, the last concert of the series will be Thursday, October 26th, yeah. and it was this year's Tiny Desk winner. Oh, and yeah. I know we're all excited about this. Tank and the Bangas 
coming to round out the series. So well done to you, Shane. I remember oh, um, when this got leaked, you know, I immediately texted you. I'm like, <laughs> that is a cool, that's awesome. I'm so excited. Tell us about Tank and the Bangas. Yeah, I try to keep it, we really try to keep it on the hush. Um, because I was really surprised that they were going to come out uh, and show up here at Chattanooga. Um, I say that because this is a band that literally is on, I don't want, I want to say, Matt, they're on the rise. They're already there. Yeah. They're already there. Um, but through a lot of convincing and a lot of begging, uh, they will be here for the Levitt Music Series. They are top of the game for funk, soul, hip-hop, jazz, spoken word. Yeah. This, is, this is the most unique sound you got coming. This is, uh, for those who don't know, taking the mangoes, we're going to put links for every one of these artists <laughs> into our show notes for the ep for the podcast. Cool. But Tang of the Bangas, it is like unlike anything you ever listened to before. And uh, man, I, I just love. They have a song called Roller Coaster. Oh my god, love Roller Coaster. <laughs> so good. It, uh, they literally, um, when I first heard them, I'll be totally honest with you. When I first heard them. I had to jump out of my seat because I was like, who is this? So we're really excited. I, I'm, I'm really excited that they are ending our series. They're the last one ending our series. Yeah, man. This is a, that, definitely going to be there. Won't miss that one for sure. And opening, uh, you have one of our old friends. <laughs> the Creative yeah. Underground's going to be opening yeah, that Yeah, Creative Underground. You know, it's funny. Um, for folks that don't know, um, if it wasn't for this young man who I'm sitting with right now, that the voices of Creative Underground would not have existed. Um, when we first started coming up with uh, ideas to, to create these performances, because the voices of the Creative Underground is a performance group, and it is a mix of just community members who have fantastic gifts but need an opportunity to have it showcased. With that being said, uh, we were founded in 2007, and our first shows, folks, that we ever did... Um, was at the camp house when they were located on William Street. Down in Southside in the early days. And uh, Matt opened up the door for us. And since then, we have performed a couple of night falls and other stuff throughout the city and beyond. But uh, they are a fantastic group. And if you want to hear true, true good talent, you'll make sure that you come out that night. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the whole series, you want to hear true good talent, something that's different. Again, like we talked about, an, an enormous range of genres um, from, from everything from old hip-hop to world music uh, to whatever it is Tank of the Mangas is. I really don't know that there's a genre out there that fits that. Um, this true. series is going to be great. Um, you know, one more time before we go, I, yeah. you know, I want you to tell people, um, are, are you still taking vendor applications? Oh, thank you for asking. At this date, we are still taking vendor applications. We want an opportunity for folks, especially for our for our entrepreneurs out here, to have this opportunity to showcase what they do. Yeah, you know. And if you don't have any money, which a lot of us uh, right now struggle uh, with paying for fees and what have you, uh, we are willing to waive some of the fees. Okay. We just want people to be actively involved. So, for more information on that. They're more than welcome to reach out to Jazzanuga directly at info at jazzanuga.org. Again, with info at jazzanuga.org. Uh, send me what you do, what you like to showcase, and I in turn will send you your application. Awesome. That's fantastic. Thanks a lot, Shane. Thank you for this. Well, thank you so much to Shane Morrow for being on the podcast and thank you to the incredible team that helped bring the Levitt Ant Music Series to Chattanooga. 
Like I said at the beginning, I couldn't be more excited about this lineup. Now, in the show notes of this episode, you'll find links to check out each and every one of these artists, as well as a YouTube playlist that I put together on the Camp House YouTube channel that features music from each one of them. So check them out and mark your calendars to come down to the Best of Smith Lawn each and every Thursday night beginning on August 24th. And a big shout out to our new studio sponsors, the Chattanooga Public Library and Dynamo Studios. The Chattanooga Public Library now has a state-of-the-art music studio located on the second floor, and they have all kinds of different classes that are open to the public. I highly encourage you all to go by and check it out at the downtown library or look them up online at chatlibrary.org slash the studio. So thank you to Meredith Levine of the library for helping to produce this episode, and thanks to Kessler Kuffman of Dynamo Studios for helping to make this space a reality. And finally, thank you all for tuning in. The Camp House Podcast is a resource created to help you be more connected, informed, and inspired by what is happening in your community. And if that has been true for you, then please go online wherever you get your podcasts from and leave us a rating and a review. I hear from so many folks who just moved to Chattanooga and have been able to connect with what is happening here through these episodes. So go leave a rating and review and help more people discover the podcast. And with that, I hope you all have a great day, and I'll see you again next week.